This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. So over the weekend, the story from Exonia, I saw it on a couple of different uh, news outlets. Yeah, how crazy. It got crazier than the thing being cut in half. Yeah, uh, the story on the Amazon truck that got sliced uh, from the front seats back. And, I, you know, we looked at that, and I hadn't seen the other picture of where the rest of the truck was. We found the rest of the truck. It's resting comfortably on the front of the train. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Holy cow! Uh, the Amazon delivery truck, if you haven't seen it, the driver is still in shock after the Amtrak train slammed into his truck right here in Exonia, little Exonia, cutting it in half last Wednesday. Yeah, the Amazon driver was Alexander Evans. We should interview him. Uh, totally. His quote was, yeah, just boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, and, and the amazing part was the truck, the front of the truck, kind of never moved. That's how fast that Amtrak was going. Just clean. I don't know why that train's going that fast through through town. Well, there were no uh, gates there either. Yeah. I don't know how there's even a railroad crossing without a gate on it anymore in this universe. It happened on River Valley Road in Exonia in Jefferson County. What did you feel in here when the train hit your truck? <laughs> I just, felt my pants get warm. Yes. Just air and pressure. And then I felt the airbags. I didn't know what to feel, to be honest with you. The Milwaukee husband and father of two little girls posted photos. Traces route in red on a map showing how the road parallels the track before the crossing, limiting a driver's view of the tracks. I just tried. I made a look. As I was going down the hill to swerve, and I didn't see anything, he was on my left side. He's deaf in his left ear. I mean, the perfect confluence right. of deadly events, mm-hmm. or not so deadly events. Potentially. So he didn't hear the horn when the when the Amtrak dude hit the horn, deaf in the left ear, go figure, <sighs> coming from your left. Literally, it was like one long beep horn from the train. I put my foot on the gas, kind of like trying. I didn't know how far I'm going to get away from it, Evan said. He got far enough just by inches to save his life as he looks back at the pictures. So the TV reporter said, so this will be an extra special Thanksgiving. Ah, thanks, Captain Obvious. (laughs) There's no signals, lights, or warning signs at that crossing. I don't understand how. Why, Why is that allowed to be that way? Evan said he feels something more needs to be done to alert drivers. Everybody said that when I posted it. Of oncoming train. That that intersection's awful. It also... It was his 33rd birthday. It was his freaking birthday. He's still sore from the impact. Well, the truck. Happy birthday. The, the truck doesn't feel very good either. Whoa. Mm. Now, I don't know what that does to one's status. As an Amazon driver? Yeah. Bezos going to shoot him into space. <laughs> so we got to interview him before ain't, he. Ain't no trains in space. <laughs> <laughs> so not only do you have. <clears throat> uh, a backlog of 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 merchandise sitting on on ships. Right. You can't even get it when it gets here because <laughs> it went down the train track. Man, oh man! Unbelievable, unbelievable. Air and pressure, and probably a little soft serve in his pants. I'm so glad he survived. That's incredible. Yeah, he's a dad. He's a dad with two kids. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you haven't seen the truck, uh, Google it, just uh, Exonia Amazon, 
and you'll see why people are reacting to that like they are. It's astonishing. It's almost like a safety feature of those trucks is breakaway cargo areas. Right, right. <laughs> it just snaps right off. It just, listen, well, there's just a couple of uh, 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 pins back there. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you know that scene from... Cotter pins. Pull in case of emergency. It's almost like a James Bond getaway where the front of the plane comes off and goes off, turns into a submarine or something like that. Amazon. I would have went home. I would have had my favorite cocktail. I would have made my lady make my favorite meal ever. And everything would have been the most amazing thing because I was still the frick alive. Everything would feel brand new. Yep. Oh, my God. I just can't imagine. That's incredible. Well, I hope he doesn't get fired. Right. That would be I don't know how many awful. how many deaf people get hit by trains every year. You look that one up. He only had one good. Yeah. If the cha- I, I just can't figure out why there's no gate. This is going to be a weird Google search. Google search. Um, I can't, I can't isolate deaf people. I can just do people. Mm-hmm. 5,800 train car crashes each year in the U.S. That's still amazing to me. These accidents cause 600 deaths and injure about 2,300. I, can't, I, I, I wouldn't believe it if there were 20 a year. That's insane. <laughs> That's a lot. That's just, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. But I guess you just uh, lose your focus for five seconds, and that's all it takes. Or there's a blind spot. A blind spot, and you're deaf. Hi, Chihuahua. Oh, man. Morning. Alexa, order me a new pair of underwear. (laughs) Did you see that truck? That's incredible. I'm so happy this had a happy ending. I know. I'm happy he's happy. Um. And the fact that he wasn't injured. Yeah. I wonder what that's like for the the train engineer. When you know at moment of impact, you're literally vaporizing a family. I mean, God almighty. I hope they get, like, therapy and stuff. And no way to stop. Right. You think think uh, it would be in everybody's interest, especially train, get where they're going on time when you're hauling paying customers, to put a... uh, I mean, by the time that's investigated, cleaned up, I bet that train's still sitting there. I wonder. Who's out in Exonia? I can tell me. Man, I need an eyewitness on the scene. Somebody start driving around. And then there were Amazon packages everywhere. <laughs> I would have been, I totally would have been out there grabbing Amazon packages. I'm not going to lie. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. <laughs> Name you know. Hang on. Hang on. The news you don't need. Hang the on. JJO hey. Morning News new with Give me the new sounder. It's coming. It's coming. Give me the new sounder. <laughs> I have a... A man on the Sounds street. So official. I have a man on the street. Reporting live. I believe from the Hi. <laughs> Who are you? I am Steven. I just dropped my son off at 
school and I'm passing through Exonia and I'm coming up to the railroad oh, crossing man. as we speak. Go. And I don't right. see a train. Yeah, I really don't want to hear this live on the radio if there's an Amtrak train coming. So take every precaution. <laughs> We're not trying to recreate well, no, this. No, no. So you see no train. What about Amazon packages? Any Amazon packages? Actually, you know, I don't see Amazon packages, but I did just pass an Amazon van. Oof. How are there no, uh, is, there a, is there a post-it sign for railroad tracks? Well, well, every other crossing here in Exonia, not all of them have it. Yeah, you know, it they re- should, they it, should, but they don't. It really was the perfect storm, him being deaf in that ear, the train coming from the left. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't have been, I, I mean, all the conditions were just perfectly ripe for that to happen. Thank God he lived. Oh, oh yeah, Absolutely. I mean, and and I, I, my uncle actually is deaf and was walking on the tracks drunk and was hit by a train. He did survive. <laughs> okay. But, uh, what are the odds? Uh, yeah. He was he was walking uh, drunk on the train tracks. Yes. Okay, so is that because the train tracks always lead to like civilization or, or another tavern or another tavern? Yeah, yeah, well, he was headed home. Oh, okay. Okay, so so that's your reference. <laughs> when you're drunk, it's like a horse, right? The train well, is the, right. the train tracks are the horse, <laughs> right? And so he's okay. And then, uh, uh, how long ago did your did he get hit? Oh, that was. Uh, I think I was around 10 years oh, old then. way back in the day. Yeah, way, way back. All right, man. Uh, you'd like to imagine that when that train hit that Amazon, those Amazon packages must have been falling like bags of wet cement everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, just complete carnage everywhere. <laughs> Holy cow. All right, man. Well, well, thanks, Steve. I appreciate your... Dude. Man on the street report. Appreciate your honesty and uh, no problem. Your family needs to stay the hell away from train tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we said. We said, well, at least you didn't drive home, but and walking home well, didn't do you any good either. <laughs> Dude, you're awesome. Oh my god. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Yep. Thanks, thank sir. you guys. Bye-bye. Replay today: the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up. With Johnny and D, JJO. How about what we ate over the weekend? Would you have anything good? Well, me and Avery went uh, to the pine cone with one Lance. Well, hello, pine cone. Um, and oh, the one, one pine cone to rule them all. Yes, the best pine cone. The and, le- and the crick. Yeah, the one that didn't try to uh, stick it to the taxpayers. And I had my yearly. I get it once a year. <laughs> Chicken fried steak. Oh. And it was freaking bomb. Oh. I'm excited for you. I want to, I was clapped. Yes, clap. Yes. <laughs> what about you? What did you have? I had, uh, I had a couple of things. Uh, actually, I had everything. Uh, we had a, uh, I'm going to tell you about the greatest hamburger I've ever had in my life. In my life. Okay. Do I? I'll and it's the first time. First time I've ever had it. Peepaw, tell us about you. I feel like you need a music bed behind you. No, no, I don't. I'm I, I, this is so controversial. It may not change the hearts and minds of burger purists. You might not like me after this. Well, whatever. Since when do we? But I that? rolled the dice, people. I took a chance. I lived on the edge. I mean, I was hammered. I would have eaten anything, but whatever. Yeah. 
Where's my music? I'm trying to find appropriate music. I was stalling. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, man, Burger World. Need, uh, Burger World, man. Burger World, man. I'm going to need... Yeah, give it to him. He'll eat anything, man. Burger World, man. PC2. No free advertisements for you, how about, asshole. How about eat it? No, we need like a... Okay. Tell me about your burger. This is Burger Chat, John Dage. Oh, I see how you're going to go. Peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Hamburger. Did you go? You went to the bar next door, didn't you? I did. A D. Elvis thing. It's on my list. How do you know of this? Because I know the people that own it, and I chat with them frequently. And I know, actually, the guy that put the I, burger uh, on the menu. I chat with him more than you do. And he told me, he is all like, you need to go over there, and you need to all have right. the Elvis burger. I don't know uh, the Elvis, is it called the Elvis Jam Burger? I don't know. They make their own peanut, chunky peanut butter. And they put it on a uh, nice, big, fat, grilled patty. Not microwaved. Flame grilled. We need different music. So they schmear. <laughs> Real men schmear. Haven't talked about that one in a while. Schmear. I pierced the toast. Don't pierce the toast, schmear. And so, That's better. not only do they put on their own chunky peanut butter on this hamburger, they do a thing called, and it might be the magical elixir. Mm. It's called bacon jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somehow, some way, in a weird universe, turns out, yep, might be the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Every, and I, and every I, person I, that's had it says it's the greatest burger they've ever had. And I don't say that lightly. I know because I hate it when people say that because I know. You, you sound like a elitist, smug radio asshole that thinks right. he knows everything. I hate to be that guy, but I think. Scout's honor. Might be the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Wow. I need it. I need to get it. The bar next door doesn't open till like three usually, though, so I'm rarely in that hood around three. Allow me to. That's a double patty, by the way. (laughs) I just want to smear bacon jam all over myself. We were going to get it yesterday and run over and get it, but uh, they weren't open yet. It could be. The burger that rules them all. And I was a skeptic. I I'm like, get that No, you you know me. I'm a I'm a I'm a simpleton. That's what I like about you. Don't timestamp that. <laughs> I mean I'm complicated, but I'm a simple dumbass. <laughs> Peanut butter blogs on bread. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> But somehow the chunky, funky peanut butter on that double patty burger and whatever is in that bacon jam, they didn't tell me. I don't know what it is, but I want it in a can. It was one of the greatest things, if not the greatest things I've ever eaten in my life. So, yeah, this is this is making me happy. Good. How about that? Sorry, I'm writing wanna, down to grab that break it, where you can say you're a simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make a note of that. Great, great, great. Good for you. Good. 
Yeah, uh, if, uh, they're not open on Mondays, I believe. Right, I don't think they're open on Mondays. If you want to, if you want to do a uh, sushi replacement for what I owe you for the Elvis Jam Burger. Oh, well, hell yeah! And then the the mussels at the bar next door are amazing too. So we could go there and get the mussels and feed each other a burger. I'm fat. It's all right, bud. It's all right, bud. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Oh. You know, like I said, I'll drink beer. I don't care if it's killing me. I'll drink beer. And never apologize for it. Yeah. Like you go through that guilt trip. Don't. Don't waste your time. It gets you nowhere. Drink your beer. Enjoy it. Eat your peanut butter, smothered, hamburger, a weird, one-off, Controversial hamburger. Own your burger. Own your beer. That's right. (sighs) Glad I got that off my chest. I'm excited for you. That's a very exciting weekend. I'm more excited to spread the love of the peanut butter hamburger. Yeah. I am am now on a mission to now prove to the world that maybe I have found... Is this that moment where I just realized I have found the ultimate burger? You don't know. This is a moment, you guys. I'd say it's pretty epic. I have traveled the world eating hamburgers, looking for the. And there's. You know what ones, that burger is to you? There's great ones out there. It's 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 brothers three chef salad to me. I will die on that hill that that is the best mm-hmm. chef salad on in the universe. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I I yeah. I, 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 I just need I, to no, spread I, the word. I get it. I appreciate your passion. I get it. Yeah. The fact that you you've just sprayed me with. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little excited. You leaned in, and the spray, <laughs> the spray from that. We're vaxxed, right? I'm vaxxed as hell, dude. I went and I got all the vaccines. Don't, actually, don't lie to me, Aaron Rodgers. Good morning. Good morning, Johnny. The peanut butter burger. Yeah. You are you are not the first. Oh no, I know. I'm the, probably the last. <laughs> well, now she is. <laughs> no, I'm usually the last. Not this okay. time. Not this time. Right. There's a bar way up north called the Musky Tail, oh. and it is it is an incredible hamburger. I recommend it. Uh, do they? Now do they? Uh, and you just smear it like a condiment, dude. There's nothing. There's no rules. It's not like right. you got to be you know, a Noah guy to apply it. You smear. Nope. It's you just need beer. It's on the menu. You don't need no ketchup. You don't need nothing. I wonder if they make their own peanut butter or they just source uh, somebody else. I'm, I'm guessing they source it out. They yeah. make a homemade pizza that's really good. All right. uh, I would suggest the crunchy only because that's the only kind I've had. The bar next door is crunchy, yeah. so uh, yeah. that's how I like I'd, that's how I'd roll. Beer. All right, man. All right. Thanks. That was the most Wisconsin phone call ever. The Musky, what do you call it? The Musky Lounge? We used to have the Musky Lounge over here on the Yahara. Remember that? Oh, yeah? No, I don't remember. Yeah, right over there where uh, Buck and Honey's is now there in Monona. Right there on the Yahara. Well, I, yeah. The Musky? I missed that. You've never cut a rug at the Musky? Come on. I I think I was there. Oh, you were there. (laughs) What do you remember that I don't? I mean, anything's possible. Uh, Go on it. Hey, guy who thinks he eats like Elvis. Hey. Hey. Good morning. 
Go biatch. I love my bacon jam on them taters, huh? Yeah, that's right. Get over here. I shaved my nipples today. I am going to. Ooh, could you imagine peanut butter, bacon jam getting caught up in that? Oh. <laughs> no. You need some very hot water. Uh, well, now I'm on a mission to compare peanut butter, bacon, uh, burgers worldwide. I'm not afraid anymore. Well, I'm like Neo from The Matrix. I'm not afraid yeah, anymore. Yeah, man. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you've he, seen... It is. Wait a minute. The Elvis burger is the one. Yeah. No, you're the one. No, he, no, the burger's the one. I'm not the one. I'm like number two. <laughs> Fair. Uh, no, but the bar next door, I mean, they take very great care and their cocktails Me. and... Uh, every every little ingredient is very intentional. Not a paid endorsement. Not at all. They no. don't, they never give us money. In fact, they charge us twice as much for drinks. Yep, they have earned uh, the right, and uh, they have earned the four stars that we have given them. Five stars, six stars. I don't know how many. How many? Uh, what? Uh, how many do we have? They get all the stars. As many as we want. And it's attached to a super eight. Talk about luxury. I can't even with that. It's the, just so everybody knows, it's the roadside folks. Yeah, buddy. All right. It used to be taps, if you didn't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, wow, that was intense. Oh, I, it was like going to confession. I feel like you're the Pope and I just unloaded. That didn't sound good either. No. All right. Elvis Jamburger. That's your mission this week. Uh, bar next door, Windsor. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. That's what a gun sounds like. Uh oh. It's happening in Bristol, yo. What? Just after midnight, Sunday morning. Police responded to Club Bristol's parking lot after a report of shots fired. Oh, no. This would be the fourth shooting incident this year for the club. So, oh, no. So, you know, quarterly. Oh, <laughs> quarterly. The last shooting brought about changes at the club, like better security cameras and card readers. But as officials learned, 1220 a.m., these safety oh. measures just aren't enough. Dude, nothing, uh, nothing after midnight. Nope. Shut her down at 10.30. Shut her down. No tits after 10. <laughs> uh, I believe that the owners are honestly doing their best to try to run as upstanding an operation as it can, said Jerry Durr. I could see that in wedding vows. You take this man, your lovely wedded husband, to hold you, serve you, and, and uh, adhere to the rule of no tits after 10? I do. Kiss the bride. <laughs> or who, somebody kiss somebody. Whatever. Everybody make out. <laughs> Uh, they know that they're treading on thin ice when it comes to these kind oh, of issues. They're done. That's what Bristol's town chair said. Oh, they're done. So, uh, Jerry Durr said he was hopeful the change would come following the last shooting at the club and that the owners have been as cooperative as far as making changes. Um, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? This place attracts a clientele that's prone to doing some of this stuff. Durr also cited a more widespread gun violence issue throughout the country. All of a sudden, you've got people shooting all the time all over the damn place, he said. As for the future of Club Bristol, that remains to be seen. Well, I tell you what, I can look into the future, and I know what's going to happen. Look into the butthole. That's a strip club joke. Because she's... Okay. Anyways. Because um, <laughs> she's showing you her butthole. Oh, my God! 
for a dollar. Worst kept secret in the strip club business. Um, we should do a program called Bullets for Buttholes. Every time she shows you a butthole, you have to you, you got to turn a bullet in. I'm not giving up my ammo. <sighs> I knew it. That's, you're a hoarder. <laughs> um, so I remember. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to, in my head figure out why there's so many guns out in Bristol. And I know the guy. This was last. Was it this year or this year? Yeah, it was still this year when the other shootings. The two or three? There's been three other ones. This year, yeah. Yeah. And I and I think uh, you think about strip clubs out in the country in the middle of uh, cornfields. And I don't know if people just feel like they have a license to shoot their shotgun in the air like the old Wild West because it's out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. Is there like a... Uh, what are other clubs doing that they don't have this issue? <laughs> Well, maybe the cops are closer. That's my point. Being yeah, way like, up like, in the never, middle of, Silk doesn't... Silk doesn't have the problem because there's like cops everywhere. So the answer is there just needs to be more cops around the area? Uh, well, that's tough because that bar is right there. What bar? Uh, what is it? Envy or whatever? Oh, yeah. Envy Corners. Yeah, great bar. So they, they probably don't want cops lurking around because then people aren't going to want to be going to their bar. True that. Shout out to Matthew. Cycle of life. It's a little circle of life. So I, I don't know, dude, why, you know, you get that element. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what. It's it's weird that it's happening there. Yeah. And it sucks because it's, it's a great bar. We go there and have beers after. They got a good little happy hour. We go there after golf. I have many memories of Club Bristol. And it's a great bar. It really is. It's not just like, oh, look at it. No. You, you go there. You play around the golf. You have a cold beer. Yeah. It's not my fault. There's a lady over there with her boobs hanging out. I believe I do see a butthole. <laughs> uh, but in the middle of the country side, but not the middle of the country, that'd be Kansas. In the middle of the countryside, dudes with shotguns, and they just feel, I think, like they're not going to get caught or, uh, like, who's going to stop us? We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm drunk. I'm pissed. I'm going to, just for fun, shoot my shotgun? I, I don't. I don't think I don't know that it was just for fun, was it? No, I know a, like... a couple. Of, the guy with the shotgun <laughs> just <laughs> random fired when he got kicked out. I think, but mm-hmm. there's been. And I, if I remember right, the lawyer, who I'd have to go back and try to recall all the events. The lawyer for the town quit representing the town so he could represent people filing lawsuits. I think against the club, if I remember it right. Wow, I'd have to go back and look. Do you remember that? Kind of. We did a thing on it. Kind of. He quit. He has a vested interest and is representing people filing complaints. Yeah. So and I and I know they had two years to move to leave Bristol. So I, I assume that's gonna get accelerated pretty quick. Well, yeah. I mean I think we all know what's gonna happen. Well, I wouldn't want it either. Right. You know? I, I don't wanna be walking home and it some sucks. drunk asshole shooting his gun. I don't know what it just sucks. Some, sooner or later somebody's gonna shoot a dog. And well and then people be pissed but it's like you know it's happened to like remember legends when that happened in legends where it was just like what are you supposed to do right yeah how are you to know these people are assholes upon entering at some point it's a trend and at some point people still have to drive home and live there right so i i don't know man it sucks it sucks that people are 
dicks. It does. It stinks. I wish there was like like a test for it. Like you spit on, <laughs> like a pregnancy test, like you spit on it and it's like, are you an asshole? <laughs> yes, you are. You don't get to come in here. Get out. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh my God. Oh my God, what did I do on Friday? I gotta check my calendar. <laughs> Saw me Friday. Call the JJO Morning Show podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Skin sensational. Where can you see boobs and beaver on the big screen? He'll tell you. Live from Chicago, Mr. Skin. Hello. <laughs> uh, Is this Br- British, Johnny? Hello. <laughs> uh, hey, I do want to uh, start this out. Uh, by telling you, Saturday was an anniversary of sorts. It was the 40th anniversary of the release of Porky's in 1981, uh, dude. The, the, the greatest group shower scene in the history of movies. Yeah. Enough, enough wool to knit a sweater, as they said during the scene. <laughs> the scene with, uh, which may be the first movie I ever watched on a VCR, who knows. The uh, the scene with the uh, gym teacher, Beulah Bob Breaker. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, right. Ball uh, whatever. Yeah, she was the yeah, one yeah. describing the mole on the penis, which was foreshadowing the Michael Jackson uh, situation. <laughs> uh, that scene where she's telling the principal they've got to ha- do a lineup so she can see the mole to stop this purr from sticking his wiener in the shower hole yeah. goes down as one of the great comedy scenes of all time, dude. Oh, yeah. I um, To me, uh, that was just such a just an, uh, great movie, funny. Um, and it was right in that golden era of teen sex comedies from yes. like 1980 to 1985 when you had Fast Times and yep. My Tutor and Private Lessons and Risky Business and just all those. It was different when, like, teenagers were allowed to watch movies with great nudity. You know, it was a different era. Yeah, rated R and, uh, yeah, saw it in a theater. And we may have seen that two or three times. But if you, uh, the, the, the great part, yeah, you do get some nudity in the shower and all that, but that sketch artist scene with the mole on the penis, Tallywhacker, as she would, yeah. would, would yeah. As he, he would yeah. want to call, is you one of the great the, People forget Kim Cattrall yes. was in that movie, the one that was screaming during the sex scene. She was mm. a loud screamer. Yeah, so pretty cool stuff. And uh, Webster's mom was in that. Remember the show Webster with Alex Oh, yeah, Harris, yeah, yeah. Clark. She was in uh she was the like prostitute uh, woman so yeah pretty cool it's I can't believe you watched that that's a great great movie yeah so. and I'm sure I think it's as funny as I did when I was uh what would I have been when Oof. you were a teen when a, were a teen, teen. just a yeah. burgeoning teen I would have taken yeah. anything anything in the movies at that point oh god well remember was... we had to like in pleasure ourselves to the Sears catalog <laughs> back then you know I mean it was like you know, <laughs> I mean, oh, man. those were, man, those that, were tough you, times. Let me tell you, that, uh, those, those uh, two dudes in flaunting flannel really did it for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, hey I just noticed, uh, you know who turns 30 today? Who? Tell me. Uh, Shailene Woodley, quarterback's oh. fiance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty pretty crazy. Um, of course, uh, when when names come up, I have to fill you in. Uh, White Bird in a Blizzard, 2014, um, best movie to see Shailene Woodley nude uh, by far. Um, she was also nude in Big Little Lies, that HBO miniseries. So, um, Pass. Y- yeah, she's uh, 
<laughs> she is uh, uh, very good looking and uh, your quarterback's fiance. So she turns 30 today, a big yeah. day. Maybe, if, maybe a little crazy. Maybe. Oh, yeah, a little nutty. Maybe a little on the crazy side. I think she. Yeah, I thought she was kind of like a hippie girl, in my, uh, is what I, my vibe of her, but what do I know? Yeah, I think she. Eats. I think she smells like hot dogs or something. And she eats clay. Yeah. Not Clay Matthews. I feel like she just, doesn't wear deodorant and doesn't shower enough. Right, right, right. She's a hippie tarot card reading uh, Green Bay Packer, wrecking son of a bitch. Yeah, a wrecking. <laughs> so uh, here, here we are. It is what yeah. it is. It smells like patchouli. We're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, hey, a couple quick things. That Yellowstone's fourth season's out on what? Paramount Network and um, uh, starring Kevin Costner. It's one of those... Uh, you know, in this day and age, water cooler doesn't exist as much. But I, I, I notice from you know, you're at the club working out, or you're at, out to dinner with friends. People will mention that Yellowstone is. It's one of those shows that people talk about, which to, to me is a good indication that it's a good show. Um, I looked at IMDb, and it has like a really high rating from people that you know, the users that rate the show like super high. But it's about uh, Kevin Costner stars as a patriarch of this ranching family in montana and um uh he's got crazy family but his daughter um the sexy kelly riley uh, yeah she, she actually was topless in the first episode of the fourth season so uh nothing as good as her very first season when she came out of the box uh no pun intended with some amazing nudity so yellowstone is out definitely check that out and that's from the paramount network and nope. speaking of the paramount network they're they just launched a new show, because Yellowstone isn't their only show, called The Mayor of Kingstown, which is a new series starring Jeremy Renner. It's about a town where the economy is dependent on private prisons. And uh, the first two episodes streamed already, and uh, we were able to get nudity in the first two. No one you guys ever heard of, but still uh, really good stuff. And then last but not least, I wanted to say that American Crime Story is this awesome FX anthology show. Uh, it's in its... They're in their third season, and they ta- the first season they did in 2016 was, if you guys remember, the People versus O.J. Simpson, where they had a bunch of you know actors uh, acting out all the different. I, I remember uh, John Travolta was like Kardashian. It was pre- pretty cool. It was it was actually a really good series. And um, then the second iteration they did the Gianni Versace assassination. And this season, they're doing impeachment about the Bill Clinton scandal. And this Beanie Feldstein is playing Monica Lewinsky. Um, that is um, Jonah Hill's sister. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, pretty cool. And then uh, Sarah Paulson is Linda Tripp. And then you have Clive Owen and Edie Falco as the Clintons. Um, of all the episodes, I think they've had 30 episodes in the three seasons. Finally, in the 10th episode of this impeachment, um, Annalie Ashford's playing Paula Jones, and they were recreating her photo shoot. I think it was for Penthouse that she did, and um, she showed butt. So uh, as good a show as it is, it's not a show I've talked to you about nudity, except for this week um, they finally did a nude scene. So um, if you haven't seen it, it's really good. It's called American Crime Story, and it's from FX, and Impeachment is, is the one. And by the way, their next one they're going to tackle, from what I'm reading, is about Studio 54, the famous disco in the 70s in New York, which I have to think has got to have a ton of sex and drugs in there. So uh, that should be really good.
could also. It's an old Monica Lewinsky joke. She turned Republican because the Democrats left a bad taste in her mouth. Yeah. Oh. It was always a, it's that always is a, so it's a classic. Gross. It's a classic. Hold on. Hold on. Let me write that one down. Another, another gem. Another gem from you. Hey, the uh, uh, don't, don't judge Mr. Can't Get a Job in Real Radio. <laughs> Um, hey, the, uh, the the Yellowstone girl that plays Teeter, she will drop her shirt at the drop of a dime, too, dude, in, yeah, the, in the bunkhouse. The, you mean the, uh, yeah, that Kelsey... Um, uh, I forget her yeah, name. Yeah, her, her, her last name's hard to pronounce. Kelsey a- a- she, Abs... She plays, she plays yeah. Teeter. They cleaned her up a little bit yeah. this yeah. season a lot. Yeah, Kelsey but she, a- Asbill, yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Uh, she, whip, she whipped him out last night in a, yeah. in a brief uh, putting a shirt on scene in the, club, yep. in the clubhouse. Yep. Hey, yes, yeah, could- She's done a few nude scenes. She had a good one in the shower through a curtain that I really liked in uh, uh, the first season also. So she's, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The, it's not a show like, it's not like an HBO, it's not like Game of Thrones level nudity, but they, for a, sh- uh, a show that has commercials, they do really well. So. All right. Next week, <clears throat> for you ladies wondering where your action is, uh, Mr. Skin will uh, focus on wieners. Oh, so, oh, hold we'll, on, I'll have to go through Mr. Man real quick. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah. focus on that for you ladies listening mm-hmm. and wondering where they were equal air time. Yeah. That's a rule we have to follow. Isn't it like poli- yes. political yeah. ads? Yep. So you got to show some weird. Yeah. It's, our, it's our version of the Me Too movement. So. Okay, MrSkin.com. Uh, we will catch up with you next week. Stay safe, stay healthy. You got it, guys. Take care. And Bye. MrSkin.com. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.